Previously on Follow the Leader. Uh, so to start off, uh, first we have to choose which one of us is going to play the, the barista and which one will play the stranger, which we already have. Um, I'll be playing the stranger today and Sam will be playing the barista. And he, in his original setting, was like the crown prince of the whole like nation that the game was taking place in. But in the setting, he's just, like, the rich heir to, like, an incredibly wealthy family. And uh, I'll be playing Arthur uh, gently and without complaint, who is an elf. Uh, He's uh, 400 years old, and originally, when he was in his youth, um, he was a cartographer. But uh, since this is modern day, uh, there's not a whole lot of use for cartographers anymore. So uh, he works at a museum uh, working on preservation of like old maps and old books. So Arthur works at a museum that's like right next to um, the coffee shop. Yeah. Like, like we've got like you know fancy fucking drinks like a like a lavender mocha or something and he's like can i just get a black coffee like i don't um <laughs> yeah galen like 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 pulls pulls like half of lily's hair down and is like please just let me have this <laughs> and she's like you're working morning shift for the next week go for it we now return to your game already in progress It's my turn. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Hey, Dora, this is a good game. It's a really good game. <laughs> this is like, this is like absolutely just like peak coffee shop at you. That's just what this is. It's very good. Whoever wrote this game did a real, I'm sorry, not whoever wrote this game. S. Donnelly wrote this game real good. Yep. It's a good game. <laughs> I have to stop saying whoever wrote this game. Like, no, we know who wrote this game. It's in the PDF. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a bad memory. <laughs> All right, so I kind of, I kind of want this to be a scene with uh, Arthur and uh, Fatima, if you wouldn't mind playing her. I would love to play her. That would be great. I love this idea. So I think it's actually <laughs> later that day when Arthur's like almost done with his coffee and is still cranky, but at least caffeinated. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's still like brooding. Yeah, yeah. So Fatima's like very like. So who was that charming young man who you were talking to last night? You seemed awfully taken by him. I'm assuming you're giving me a die for that, or I'm I'm taking a die for that. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're taking you're taking a die there. Yeah. Yeah. Not me giving it to you. Yeah, no, I got confused, but no, I'm taking a die for that. Um, yeah. 
Arthur just... I'm trying to decide because, like, I'm trying to decide the cadence of their work relationship, and I think I almost want to say, like, it's friendly antagonistic, you know? Oh, for sure. That's what I was going with okay, for her, her okay. comment as well. Perfect, yeah. perfect. And he's just like, if you must know, uh, he works down the street and he's quite charming. And no, you may not, uh, you may not ask where. Fine, fine, but I'm sure it has nothing to do with how frustrated you seem after being called away from the coffee shop that you went to go to during your lunch break halfway through. She's like, she like winks at him and like goes back to whatever she was doing. And he mumbles something under his breath about like foul winch and like old Elvin, but she probably... (laughs) Like, like, there's... She probably understands it because they're both just, like, all they do is work with old texts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and she probably has something that she calls him, too. Yeah. Or she, she just responds, I love you, too, Arthur. She also flips him off at the same time, though. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Friendship! <laughs> Yay! So, l- tell me a little bit more about Fatima, because I'm curious. Like... How old is she? Like, what is she? Um, I think she's a human. She's probably in her 30s. And, uh, yeah, she is super into history and, and, uh, you know, she works with Arthur doing preservation stuff. So. Can I also say that she's married to a beautiful woman who she loves very much? Oh, absolutely. Good, perfect. I was like, mm, she's a lesbian and she has a wife and they're in love. Yes. <laughs> we need more gay people in this world. Not that everybody isn't gay, but like we need more like named gay characters. Yes. I was about to say, are there any straight people in Follow the Leader? I don't think so. We still don't have any straight people in Follow the Leader, but that's because this is our fantasy world and we get to make it whatever we want. Yeah. I don't know. That seems like a good little mini scene. It's, yeah, I like that. And since I have a die on reflection, I get to say that I'm going to say that Arthur really likes uh, Galen's smile. Aw, that's cute. I love it. Sorry, I just, I'm like very emotional about this fucking game because like they're in love, but not yet, but like they will be. They will be. Galen's already like fully in love because Arthur was nice to him once, but like that's just Galen. That's just Galen having issues. Um, Okay, so now it's my turn. Cool. All right. Uh, So what do I want this to be a scene about? I want to say, like, this is, like, kind of silly, but maybe it's a scene, like, as Galen is opening in the morning, because he was, you know, that was what it was threatened, is you have to open for the next week. Yep. Um, So as Galen is opening, like, maybe, like, two or three days later which involves like putting out a bowl of sugar water for the fairies mm-hmm. um uh like he's like he's like busy like mixing up this like simple syrup fairy food concoction at like five o'clock in the morning and generally being just kind of miserable and uh what's her name lily's probably not coming in until like noon yeah so he's just like hanging out alone in this coffee shop and there's just like a bowl of sugar water that's like covered in little sparkly lights right now like on one of the tables and 
And maybe Arthur decides to come in and get coffee before work rather than at lunch. Um, or does Arthur like only show up to work at like 1 p.m.? I don't know which is better. Oh, man. I kind of. Maybe Arthur is like hasn't left yet. <gasps> maybe Arthur stops by like on his way home. <laughs> and it's just five o'clock in the morning. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And Arthur. He's like fucking nocturnal. Yes. For some reason. Just because museum staff. <laughs> that's just what that's just what those are like yes sorry go on no i was just gonna say he i don't think he's like full-on nocturnal like i think this is this isn't normal but uh he needs a little pick-me-up in order to feel safe to drive home after working oh. so many you know so so long so uh so yeah he comes in and uh Maybe Galen goes, like, without looking up yet, it's like, sorry, we're not open yet for another 20 minutes. Oh, Arthur. Um, he's like, oh, it's you. Hi. Hello. Um, he, like, puts down the fucking bowl full of fairies. <laughs> oh, and there's God. Just, like, there's, like... <laughs> are, the, are the fairies just, like, swarming the bowl, so it's just, like... He's just in a cloud of, like, little glittering lights that, like, are giggling occasionally. Oh, my God. One of them is sitting in his hair. I think I think Arthur just sort of like blinks at him a little bit and I don't know if Galen would Galen pick up on on like Arthur being hasn't gone to bed yet. Yeah. <laughs> um I think Galen's probably seen enough people who like have been up all night to know like the look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Galen's probably been working here for about six months, mm -hmm. and at that point, like, you kind of get used to, like, oh, this person hasn't gone to sleep yet. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so Galen's like, um, do, do you need something? Are you alright? Um, you don't, you don't, um, if you pardon my saying so, you're looking a little bit worse for wear. He's trying to find, like, a polite way to say you look like shit. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Arthur. Maybe, maybe he even just says like it's five o'clock in the morning. He doesn't have a filter yet. He's like, I'm trying to find a polite way to say you look like shit. <laughs> Arthur just kind of like blinks at blinks at him another couple of times, just because like he's 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 super sleep deprived, but also like I imagine Galen with all of the fairies, the fairy lights uh, around him, and like a cloud of like star stuff almost is a pretty striking image. Uh, but then. Arthur's Fuck, I love that, actually. Yeah. Now I gotta draw that. Fuck you. <laughs> and then Arthur just shakes his head a little bit and is just like, I'm long hours. I just need something to tide me over so I can safely drive home. Oh, gosh. Well, take a seat. Take a seat. Um, he's sort of like ushers. He's still like covered in fairies because like the ones that aren't currently like eating out of this bowl of sugar water are like clinging to him and like taking a fucking joyride on his hair because, <laughs> you know, he's the food giver and they're all just, you know, very tiny, dumb creatures. Yes. So he's like, you know, ushering Arthur along. He like practically like pushes him down in one of the one of the seats and is like, let me get you your coffee. Oh, that means that I get to is that giving you a die or taking a die for the casual physical contact? That's you taking a die. Oh fuck yeah. Um I imagine there's like a a hand in the small of his back kind of thing. Yeah. Also I'm I'm gonna be, you know, offering a, a food or drink, so I'm gonna be giving you a die as well for that. Okay. 
Because he's going to be like, let me just get you a coffee and something to drink. I will be right back. We're not technically open yet, so... I won't tell a soul. He, like, sort of pauses for a second. He's like, so that's good. And he just sort of fucking, like, skitters away. Like, he's, like, bustling. He's like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm implying here, but I don't know how to finish that sentence, so I'm just going to walk away. (laughs) Uh, And he comes back with, like, it's coffee, but, like, it's... It's like a cappuccino or something. Like, it's got, like, milk in it. It's, like, it's sweeter than, like, nothing. And, like, maybe, like, a biscuit or something. I say biscuit. Like, it's, like, a... You know what I mean? Like, he comes back with, like, some food as well. He's like, I figure you probably haven't eaten anything in a number of hours. So, here, take this. It's on me. He just kind of puts it down in front of Arthur and goes back to the general opening stuff. Because he's, like... I'm alone in a room with the guy I have a crush on. I have to keep moving or else I'll die. <laughs> Arthur takes a bite of the biscuit and... Uh, oh, fuck. It's a scone. There we go. <gasps> yes. The take- word I was looking for was scones. <laughs> yes. Good. So he takes a bite of the scone and just kind of, like, watches Galen work, but... Ah, shoot. Yeah? I'm trying to decide if I want to make a roll. Oh, shit. I'm just, like, sitting here grinning. Like, I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make a roll. Because he's thinking, he's thinking really hard about, like, not inviting, uh, not inviting Galen out for dinner, but, like, inviting Galen, like, inviting him to hang out after work, like, to, basically to talk illuminated manuscripts is what he's thinking, but, uh, Oh, like, oh, do you want to see the lab where we do stuff? Yeah. Like, where we do our preservation work? Exactly. Because, like, he's tired. He's got no filter. Fuck yeah. Not D4s. D6s. <laughs> yeah, if you roll D4s, then you're not going to get any of the good responses. Oh my god, I rolled a 3 and a 5 again. Damn. Fuck. So, he loses his nerve. Yeah. Oh, bless him. This just, like, paints Arthur as, like, the most awkward man alive, which is, like, valid. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> he's not awkward, but he's just like, oh, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, this you is know. inappropriate, this is an inappropriate place to, to do that. Yeah, especially because, like, Galen is this, you know, is keeping in mind the, a note on the subject matter, um, you know, Galen's doing his job, but also, like, especially in this moment, is clearly going above and beyond his job. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but God, that, that, that image of, like, Galen in, like, the almost dark coffee shop, like, surrounded by little glittery, like, glittery fairies is very good. Yep. And I am going to have to draw that. I love it. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Arthur just, like, loses his nerve and doesn't say anything. Yeah, he, he opens his mouth and then he closes it and just takes another bite of the scone and, and uh, says... Thank you, this is very good, and I really appreciate it. Of course, of course, don't worry about it. I, yeah, no, any any time. Um, Galen's a little flustered, but uh, is also a little flustered by the fact that he has to open, and this is probably, like, one of the first times that he's had to open on his own. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's running around trying to make sure that, like, everything is ready for people to start coming in, but also, like, you know, plying Arthur with good food and drink. Um, I think it would be cute if, like, you know, Galen's also, like, a little bit 
hoping that Arthur won't leave, like hoping that like having all the like nice food and drink and, and like sitting down after like all this time working will like lull lull him to sleep and he'll like stick around for the rest of the day. I don't know. Galen's got like a, some like weird hope that like, ah, yes, I can keep him here mm-hmm. by making him fall asleep in this chair so that I have some company during the extremely like extremely short rush that happens in the beginning of the day and then the nothing later. I think uh, I do think it's because I was I was thinking that completely separately about what if Arthur just fell asleep in this comfy chair? Fuck yeah! So I think that's what's got to happen now. Now it has to, and I feel I feel like it's far enough away from the counter that like as the day progresses and like people start coming in and like it's the breakfast rush, like he doesn't wake up. Yeah, and then when you know fucking. Lily tries to tease him about it. Galen's just like, shh, 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 shut up. Let me have this. Yeah, so you should take a die for Lily teasing yeah, you, though. Yeah, I do. Okay, you do. I do. Because I, that's all she does, and that's all that her, like, role, role is to do, but also, like, yeah, she does that a lot. Yeah. She's like, oh, looks like your boyfriend is asleep in the corner, and Galen is like, shut up. If you wake him up, I will murder you. <laughs> and he's not my boyfriend yet. <laughs> They haven't even, like, exchanged phone numbers, and he's like, he's not my boyfriend yet. It's good. It's very good. Um, but yeah, so Arthur's just kind of snoozing in the corner, which is very good, and I think that's scene. I don't remember whose turn- oh, this is my turn. Yeah. So I have two dice, and you have zero. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that, um, Galen is a little worried about this dude, because he's been up all night, and is, you know, he's- he's- He's fond but worried. That's one of the dice. And then um, he's also, you know, emphasis on the incredibly fond, like, watching Arthur just kind of quietly snooze away in the corner for, like, how long do you think he stays asleep for? Uh, Probably a couple of hours, I think. A couple, three hours. That's fucking adorable. Galen is very fond and just, like, kind of fondly looks over there a lot and just kind of smiles. All right, your turn. What do I want to do? There's a part of me that wants to pick up, like, when Arthur wakes up. But there's also a part of me that wants to skip forward a couple of days with Arthur, like, avoiding the coffee shop because he's embarrassed. Oh, he's embarrassed. (laughs) I love it. Galen will be unhappy, but I love it. It's cute. Okay, I I I know what's up. So it's... It is a couple of days later. Arthur's been avoiding the coffee shop because he's embarrassed. But um, Fatima is like, she's she's like, you're going to go there and you're going to get me a lavender mocha and you're going to like it. <laughs> I like that she's like, get me the drink I actually fucking asked for the first time. Yes. Oh, bless. So... Yeah, that's that's how he ends up there and he he looks a little flustered and like carefully avoids looking at the chair that he fell asleep in. <laughs> Adorable. Um yeah, so I want to say like this may be like a little bit busy right then. Like for some reason there's like a couple of other people in there. So Galen is a little distracted, doesn't notice Arthur at first like in line and then when he, when he like Arthur steps up to the counter, Galen's like, "Oh, um Hi, hi there. Um, how, how are you? How are you? <clears throat> hi. Uh, how can I help you? <laughs> I hope you're doing better today than you were the other day. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah. 
Arthur Arthur like kind of looks looks to the side and rubs the back of his neck and is just like, "Oh, it's you know, um I've I've been well. How how have you been?" Um I've been I mean, it's uh, working in a coffee shop. That's that's how it goes. Um I've I've been good. Um and uh he sort of shakes himself a little. I was like, "Oh, so uh, what can I get for you? Uh, here's here's your filter coffee cup because I know what you usually order. Um, but a- anything else that you want?" Actually, and Arthur pauses and reads the not smudged writing on his hand for the correct order <laughs> for Fatima, and then he's like, "Actually, the the drink that you made me the other day was pretty good. I'd oh. I'd like one of those." Perfect. So, uh, one medium cappuccino, and he's like looking. He's like, Galen like notices that he was looking at his hand so much, and I was like, "Is there anything else that I can get you? Is your coworker gonna be mad at you if you didn't get her drink for her?" Oh, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> one one large lavender mocha, please. Do you want that hot or cold? And Arthur. Arthur swears. <laughs> I'll make it for you hot, no worries. <laughs> and he like winks. Like extremely obviously, like, I'll make it hot for you. <laughs> um <laughs> and he just putters around and he makes those drinks and he hands them over. Um he's like, that's gonna be uh ten twenty five. Yeah, Arthur leaves another twenty and is just like, Don't worry about the change. Thank you. He's like Wow, that's a lot of that's a that's like a fucking two hundred percent tip, <laughs> or like a one hundred percent tip or something. He doesn't say that out loud. He's like, "Sam, all right, cool, thank you." We're gonna pretend um, that museum preservationists make enough money that Arthur can continue to do this. They can just like do that shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Galen absolutely like exchange like does all the change and just like pockets it instead of like putting it in the tip jar because like you know that like otherwise he's not gonna see most of that money. Mm-hmm. Capitalism is a nightmare. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good scene. How does Arthur react to Galen being like, I'll make it hot for you? And <laughs> like, fucking winks at him. <laughs> does he notice? I think he notices, but he's just like, no, it couldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to say, like, as he's, um, as he, like, gives the drinks over, he's gonna try to fucking slip Arthur his number again, like, written on a napkin. It's already written on the napkin. It's been sitting next to the, next to the cash for, like, days. Please, please roll a six. Fuck. I rolled a four and a one. Oh. So, that's technical difficulties, or loses you take, his nerve? You take the highest, so it loses his nerve. Oh. So he just, like, doesn't. He's, like, he, like, hesitates and just hands over the drink and loses his chance. Yeah. And I don't have any dice, so I can't try to to counter... Like, ask for his number? Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. God, these fucking idiots. Like, they're never gonna get to kiss if they barely ever... If they still haven't exchanged numbers. God, it's, and it's not like Starcrossed where we can just knock over the... Knock over the tower if... You know, at the opportune <laughs> moment, moment. Because you can do that in Starcrossed. <laughs> no, we still gotta fucking roll... That's actually very funny, but... No, we gotta, like, fucking roll dice and shit. And you only get to take a die once per turn, or twice per turn, if you're, like, lucky. Yeah. Okay. Um, neither of us have any dice for reflection, so it's your turn. Alright. Um, so my turn for a 
scene. Hmm. I kind of want, I kind of want Fatima to, like, drag Arthur into the coffee shop again. Like, actually drag, like, like, she's there too. Yeah. Like, she's, she just, like, shows up at the coffee shop with him. Practically dragging him by the ear. Hey. But, like, probably not, because I bet elf ears are, like, real sensitive. Yeah, no. Wanks. <laughs> Sorry that I'm like this. She's, she's like, you're going to get the order correct. I will show you. Oh, did she want it iced? Yes. <laughs> um, this is very funny. So, yeah, Galen's, you know, working the counter. Maybe he's eating a scone, even though he shouldn't be. Mm. And as soon as they come in, he, like, tries to swallow the scone, like, whole and fucking chokes on it. Oh, my God. (laughs) So he's just, like, standing behind the counter, like, vaguely coughing and, like, sorry, one second. And he, like, takes a a drink of, like, a swig of something and goes, "Um, hi, what can I get you? (laughs) He, like, sort of waves at Arthur, but he's, like, focusing on the fact because Fatima came in first, so she's got to be served first. Otherwise, people get mad. Yep. So, yeah. Hi, welcome to the Raven's Roast. Uh, what can I get? Yeah. You know, Fatima looks very pointedly at Arthur and is just <laughs> like, I would love a large mocha, uh, a large lavender mocha iced, please. Ah, so this is who is this. So you are the lovely lady whose who's order Arthur's been getting wrong for the past three weeks. It's lovely to meet you. And he just like turns around and starts making it. He's like he's like very pleased with himself for figuring this out. <laughs> Meanwhile, Arthur looks appropriately chastened. <laughs> and here's your order, my lady. He like he puts the drink down and he says, "That will be five dollars and twenty cents, please." Yeah, she. Hang on, let me calculate. Sorry, four dollars and twenty cents. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you sure it wasn't four dollars and thirteen cents? No, fuck you. It's the weed number. <laughs> um, I'm trying to do. Galen wouldn't. Galen wouldn't laugh at the at the homestuck number, but he would laugh at the weed number. Perfect. She she pays enough to leave a twenty percent tip because she's not trying to flirt obliquely with the barista. She's like a normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a normal human being. Um. So, so he's just like, thank you very much. And what can I get you, Arthur? You know, he says the guy, he's fucking, you know, he's being himself, which is very cute. Fatima's like arches an eyebrow at the fact that uh, Galen used Arthur's name. He also like continues, do you want another cappuccino or you want to try something new? And Arthur looks at, uh, kind of, kind of like does an ixnay motion at Fatima and then is just like, <laughs> Try something new. Alrighty. Um, hmm. So Galen just kind of like looks at the drink menu, like looks at what's like around him, and he's like, let's try a macchiato. And he just like starts making it, and then he does the fun little heart shape latte art Aww. thing on the top, and he hands it to he hands it to Arthur with like the um like with the lid off. So he's like, and here is your drink. But he, like, hands him a lid also so that he can, like, put the lid on it after he's seen the fun little art that Galen has done. Galen's very excited. He's been practicing this for, like, days. <laughs> and, like, this is the first time that he's, like, had the opportunity to, like, try it out. But, like, he's... 
Um, sorry, I was just laughing because I was like watching you give me a day. Yeah, because I'm gonna say yeah. there's casual physical contact when you know, uh, Hell yeah. Galen hands over the the coffee, and also I'm taking a die because Fatima is definitely giving Arthur shit. Hell yeah. Um, we could probably could conceivably we could each get two dice two dice from this scene. Um, I feel like part of Fatima's whole thing is that she's here to tease Galen about this as well, or at least to tease Arthur while teasing, like, while being very nice to Galen. God, yes. (laughs) So I'm gonna also take a die from the center table, and I am offering your character, oh, which means that I'm giving you a die as well, I'm offering your character a food or drink. Oh, yep, I'll take it. Because I'm because I'm, uh, I'm, you know, offering a new option, and it's got a little heart on the top. So how does everybody react to that? I think Fatima is, like, cool as a cucumber. Like, she's not... Actually, she, she like, is trying to hide a, a smirk behind her hand, because <laughs> these dumb idiots. Um, Arthur, like, actually blushes a little and, and says thank I you. and. It's almost too pretty to drink. Oh, Galen is just sort of like, like, imagine like a very large golden retriever puppy. He's like, no, 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 go for it. I mean, I've been practicing. I've been practicing it for a while. I'm getting really good at it. I'm very excited. I'm glad you like it. He's like a little bit too enthusiastic about this fucking, (laughs) fucking, like, absolutely like the most basic latte art you can do. Well, to be fair, I can't do it, so you know I'd be excited too. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean I, I I've tried before, never managed to succeed. So like I get why he's like super excited about it because he did it perfectly, and he got to give it to the dude he's got a crush on. Yeah, I think Arthur puts the lid on and then tries to take a sip without realizing. Oh no, it's it's still hot, and so he it's still hot. He burns himself. He burns his tongue. <laughs> Galen does laugh a little bit at that. He's like, he's like covering his face and just like, <laughs> enjoy your drink. And Fatima's like, what do we say to the nice barista, Arthur? At which point, I'm gonna make a roll, get rid of the oh, fuck yeah. get rid of the two dice that I just got. Oh come on! Oh no! <laughs> Why are we so bad at this? I rolled a two and a five. And uh, so Arthur just pauses and says, ah, thank you, and leaves it at that. Fatima's going to give him so much shit for that. Yep, absolutely. God, that's so fucking funny. Arthur, you piece of shit. Come on, (laughs) just tell him that you like him. (laughs) (sighs) Is that your scene or mine? I don't remember. Um, I think it was yours. Okay. So now it's your uh, your turn. Oh, actually, first I have to... I get to do two reflections. Yep. Child, no. Get out of here. Sorry, my cat is here, and she's causing trouble. Um, so that's going to be fun to cut out. It wouldn't um, be a podcast without a cat. That's true. It wouldn't be a podcast without the cat causing trouble. Hi, baby. Um, fuck, speaking of cats, there's absolutely just like... You know how in some, like, coffee shops there's just, like, there's a cat here. It's not our cat, but it is now. Yep. The cat lives here. We can't keep him out, so it's just our cat now. There's absolutely, like, more than one, like, coffee shop cat that, like, it's just kind of there. It's 
sometimes they're just sitting on the on the chairs and they you just deal with it. <laughs> yep. It's very witchy and mystical. It's good. The fairies like to sleep on the cat's fur. That's so cute. Especially if it's a black cat, then it looks like a starry night sky. Yeah. Stop climbing on top of my monitors. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, my two... So, first of all, Galen is extremely endeared by Arthur. And also is very glad that um, that Arthur's friend is finally getting the correct order for her coffee. <laughs> He's also very endeared by the fact that Arthur just, like, cannot keep somebody else's coffee order straight in his head for the life of him. He thinks that's extremely cute. All right, that's two. There we go. All right. I just want them to exchange numbers. I just want them to give each other their numbers. They're trying so hard. I just want them to exchange phone numbers. Please, I'm dying. I just want them to, like, get to know each other outside of it. This is such a slow burn. Um, alright. Yeah, let's fucking, let's do it. Let's keep, let's keep going. Whose turn is it? Yours? Yeah, I think it's mine. Alright, it's your turn. Um, hmm. I want them to, you know what? Let's have them bump into each other outside of work, so... Oh, nice. Like, maybe in a grocery store. Absolutely. Part of me wanted to be like, they run into each other at a gay bar. But, like, honestly, Galen's too busy to go to, to go clubbing. And Arthur would rather die. Yeah. Likely. No, you're, you're 100% <laughs> correct. <laughs> All right. Arthur's childhood friend might try to drag him to a gay bar, but God. he'd die. It's valid. So valid. I don't know this childhood friend, but I believe in them. All I know, all I know is is he uses he him pronouns, and he's he's like a cross between Aziraphale and Crowley. Fucking beautiful. Neither Aziraphale nor Crowley would ever go to a gay bar. I don't know. I can see <laughs> Crowley going clubbing. That's true. I could probably see him going clubbing. Anyways, yes. Um. So they run into each other at the grocery store. Let's say this is like a week later. Perfect. And like. Let's also say that, like, every day Arthur does, like, come in to get coffee. And, like, some days Galen just, like, it's in the middle of the of the rush, doesn't have time to say anything. But, hi, it's nice to see you again. Yeah. You know, I'll get you your, your standard order. Yep. But Arthur's definitely a regular at this point. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, they're at the grocery store. Galen's cart is full of ready meals. Oh. And junk food. That's a mood. Because he's never lived on, he's never lived on his own before, and he doesn't know how to feed himself without like fucking chefs making his food for him. Oh my god! He's like a he's a spoiled rich kid who suddenly is no longer a spoiled rich kid because he suddenly has to fend for himself because he insists that he can do it. Yep. Like his parents are not like at all like enforcing this on him, as in as evidenced by the fact that like all he had to do was ask his dad, and he got tickets to that fucking like um opening but like he's insisting he can do this he's got it so he's like living in a shitty one-bedroom apartment and trying to live on his own with absolutely no idea of how to do it this sweet summer child he's doing his best (laughs) i think arthur's got one of those like you know one of those like small carts i always refer to him or even like a basket 
Yeah, I, I always refer to them as bachelor carts because they're bigger than than regular shopping carts, but or they're smaller than regular shopping carts, but they're bigger than just like the basket you carry. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're like they're almost like baskets on wheels. Yeah, yeah. So like a little bigger than a basket you could actually carry, but like not a cart. Exactly. <laughs> Galen does have a cart, but like there's almost not there's like not a whole lot in it. He just like doesn't like not having a cart to lean on. And Galen, I feel like they run into each other in, like, the aisle where, like, ice cream novelties are or something. And Galen's just, like, trying very hard to decide what kind of ice cream he wants to buy. Do we want them to ha- want to have them literally run into each other? Like, Arthur isn't paying attention and, uh... And, like, walks directly into my boy? Yes. Obviously. Nice. I don't know if it came across on, on audio, but I leaned very close to my microphone for that. It definitely came across. Perfect. Um, I always think that that's like a fucking hysterical audio gag when someone leans in like too close to their microphone. And I'm giving you a die because that's casual physical contact. Is it? Yes. <laughs> like it is, but like, is it? I'm giving you a die. Hush. Okay, cool. I will take it. Um, yeah. So um, Galen is, is. So does this like knock Galen on his ass or like, is this like a bump? I was thinking it was just a bump, but it would be hilarious to me if it knocked Galen on his ass, because then Arthur could be, like, super flustered and just be like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Oh, Galen. Yeah, here, let me help you up. Yeah. So Galen is going to take his hand, and that means that I get to give you a die for casual physical contact as well. Yay. And so now Galen is, you know, brushing himself off. I feel like... You know, the kind of, like, slouchy looks that, like, obviously, like, this person is obviously rich, but they're, like, wearing sweatpants, but, like, really expensive sweatpants. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the kind of shit that Galen's wearing right now. He's wearing, like, a teal tracksuit or some shit that says juicy on the ass. Oh, my God. No. Um, (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) Um, just because that's what he's like as a person. Yeah. No, you know, he probably is wearing something like that, because it's his day off. (laughs) And so he just kind of, like, leans on his cart and is like, well, fancy meeting you here, huh? Sorry, my voice was very high for that. (laughs) Fancy meeting you here, huh? Yes, um, I'm- I'm so sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Don't worry about it. It's- it's fine. I've- I've had worse. Trust me. (laughs) He kind of rolls his eyes, doesn't elaborate. And so- so he's just sort of like- um, he does, like, sort of take a peek in, like, what's in Arthur's cart and kind of hopes that Arthur doesn't look at what's in his cart. Arthur's got a bunch of, like, organic bullshit in his cart. Oh, good. Good. I bet he remembers when, like, everybody had to grow their own fucking food. Yeah. Because he's fucking old. Um, anyways. Uh, Galen still has no idea how old Arthur is. <laughs> this just occurs to me. Um... <laughs> Which is, like, very funny um, to me, because Galen is 25 and Arthur is 400 years old. Um, <laughs> all right. It's elf years. It's fine. It's elf years. It's true. Elf years? Elf years. Elf years. Um, I mean... Elf years. Um, elf years are fine, too, but... It's good. Uh, so Galen makes, like, a joke, like, oh, I see, I see you're um, cooking for company, huh? Like, obviously not. <laughs> but, like... Oh, yes. Um, of... Well, no. And Arthur's still, like, super flustered. 
<laughs> Galen's just sort of like, I mean, same. He like gestures towards all the ready meals in his cart. <laughs> God damn it, I'm going to have to make a roll. Oh, good. And you have one die. Oh, come on. What did you get? I got a one. <laughs> Why are we so bad at rolling dice? I don't know. I don't understand this. So that means that Fuck. something uh, something else happens to interrupt. Yes. So what should interrupt this? I mean, like, maybe someone from Barista's past, but... Sorry, my cat just walked in. <laughs> um, the Someone from the Barista's past, like, Galen and Arthur are having this fun conversation, and fucking this, like, incredibly rich businessman, like, very tall, looks like some kind of, like, a fucking linebacker or something, very pretty dude, like, walks up to him and goes, Galen, is that you? What are you doing here? And, like, immediately, like, sweeps him into a conversation, and Galen's just like, um... But I'll 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 see you tomorrow <laughs> to Arthur, and then it's just like fucking swept into this conversation with this like incredibly large businessman. Yeah, and Arthur just kind of like nods and waves and continues on his way. Yeah, he was going to invite. He was he was going to offer to cook a meal for for Galen, but oh, that's so cute. <sighs> love them i wish they could fucking do anything right <laughs> i hate our children because i was gonna i was gonna have galen ask ask for his phone number but it didn't work because he got swept away by fucking his dad's friend yep all right so now it's my turn yep so reflection time galen's just incredibly fond of arthur and Arthur's, like, weird organic meal bullshit. <laughs> I think uh, Arthur, for for his part, is just, like, really, really fond of, of Galen and, and wants to, wants Galen to eat better, dear God. Yeah, like, oh, dear God, I'm interested in a child. This man is a baby who doesn't know how to cook for himself. Not in, like, a literal sense child, but, like, a man-child. Yeah. Perfect. My turn. Yep. Um, so Arthur always pays in cash. Yep. Got it. Because for, for a second I was like, what if, like, Galen shows up at Arthur's place of work, like, um, you forgot your credit card. <laughs> but that doesn't work because Arthur always pays in cash because he's old-fashioned because he's 400 years old. Yeah. Um, I feel like we haven't made enough, like, good goofs with that as a concept. Mostly because our characters aren't fucking talking to each other more than once a day. Yeah. Um... Because they're fucking dumbasses. So I guess, you know, maybe a couple days later in the coffee shop, sort of off hours. So, like, obviously the coffee shop's still open, but it's not, like, peak hours. And Galen is absolutely fucking determined to get this goddamn dude's number. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's got his number written down on this napkin. It's been sitting next to him for, like, two weeks now at the cash. He's going to do it today. It's gonna happen. Yeah, Lily, uh, Lily probably pointedly, like, when, when she's cleaning or when she has, uh, somebody else clean is like, no, 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 you leave that there. That's a sign of his shame. <laughs> it's so true. And that means I get another dice. Yep. Cause I'm being teased. Thank you for that. All right. So, 
here we go. It's, you know, Galen is determined. He's like, he's written his number down again. He's ri- he's written his name under it and put a heart on it. Oh my god. He's like, he's gonna fucking do this. So, in comes Arthur. Yep. And I think by this point, Arthur has has the order down pat. It's, you know, the, the lavender mocha iced and then, um, what was it that- Maybe like- Whatever Galen wants to make him that day. I kind of like the idea of Galen just, like, experimenting to see what Arthur wants. Or what Arthur likes. Yes. Or just making him stuff that it seems like he might like. Like, today, Galen's like, and for you, I have a London Fog, which is an Earl Grey latte with a shot of espresso in it. Ooh, that does sound tasty. Which is, it is pretty tasty. I order those a lot at places. Um, So he slides both of those orders over and he's gonna, with these orders, I have four dice to roll. Fuck, yes! I got two sixes. Holy shit. You critically it succeed. You critically succeed. You give him two phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Galen accidentally slips him the first note, which also has his number on it, and is also <laughs> still sitting in the- He's got he's got two napkins with or no he's got a napkin with Galen's phone number and like a sticky note that also has Galen's phone number on it. God, <laughs> fuck, that's funny. Okay, there we go. And so now, yeah. So like the sticky note is on the outside of Arthur's like hot cup, and the napkin is like under it. Okay, and Arthur looks at the napkin and looks up at Galen and. Galen makes like a call me like fucking gesture and winks. (laughs) I think uh, I think Arthur's going to tease him a little bit and be like, did you really think I would forget your name? Was that necessary? (laughs) Just so you know whose number it is, just in case you, you know, happen to misplace it or find find it again later. And you're not sure whose number is written on the on the sticky note and and the napkin. (laughs) I'll keep that in mind. And uh, he takes his drinks and he goes and sets them down on like a table and you can see or you can see Arthur's putting putting the number in his phone immediately. Oh, fuck. That's good. But he still pockets the the napkin. Then the sticky note stays on his cup. Yes. God, I love it. I love it. We did it. We did. (laughs) I kind of want to end there. I feel like that's a good end of an episode. Yeah. So do we want to pick this up again later? I do. I do as well. These idiots need to kiss. They need to kiss. But that's a good place to end it for the day. Yeah. They finally, they finally, finally got each other's numbers. God. I feel like a good place to end it would be like, Galen gets a text message that's just like, hello, Arthur. Like he fucking signs his text. God, yes, he absolutely does. (laughs) I love old people texting. It's so good. All right. All right. We did it. Um, thank you for listening. This has been Follow the Leader. Yep. Um, I've been Dora. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLcast and on Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. And I've been Sam. You can find me on Twitter at SAKalo and you can find my Etsy at the store of the same name. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll be back soon with more bullshit. Yep. Let's clap.
It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!